Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Billings Senior finally broke through. Frenchtown reascended to the mountaintop, and Florence Carlton kept on dominating the diamond at the state softball tournaments around the Treasure State over the weekend. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. Senior, which finished in second place at the 2019 and 2021 state tournaments, saw Alexis Harris score the first run of the game after a teammate got caught in a rundown on the base paths. Harris, a senior, added an RBI single in the sixth inning to help lead the Bronx to a 4-2 win over Billings West in the championship game at Fort Missoula on Saturday afternoon. Vienna Meyer pitched a complete game, striking out 10 West hitters to help Senior to their first state title in 2008. Frenchtown dropped its first game of Saturday's action at the Class A tournament in Hamilton, meaning the Bronx needed to win three games to stay alive, including beating Billings Central 7-2 in the first of two state championship games. Behind an astounding pitching performance from Sadie Smith, who threw four complete games over 28 innings and 438 total pitches, Frenchtown became the first team to come through the loser's bracket and win the Class A title since 2011. Frenchtown's 7-4 win over Central in the final game of the tournament gave the program its 12th state title overall. And finally, Florence Carlton kept pace, outslugging rival San Ignatius Arlie Charlotte. 14-11 for its second straight Class BC State softball crown and 12th overall in the classification that has only been around since Montana, welcome back. It's Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television, but not today. So if you want to watch in, you can go check out the ESPN Montana app. Go download it on any and all of your app stores. We are coming to you live from Bill Roberts Golf Course, Helena, Montana. Appreciate the Grizzly Scholarship Association for hosting us and for letting us uh, play in the golf tournament and... Uh, for bringing us to the capital city. Missed anything in hour number one. We heard from Montana head coach Bobby Houck, 
voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran, and new deputy athletic director, Greg Sundberg. He's been a administrator at Montana for a long time, just got a recent promotion. Also the guy who heads up the Grizzly Scholarship Association. you find all that and more on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is probably presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the Advocates. It's time now for our Senior Spotlight, presented by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Homes. McElmurray Homes, the best custom home builders in the Garden City and fierce supporters of prep athletics across the state of Montana. This week's Senior Spotlight features Odessa Zench. She is a senior at Helena High. She's headed to Northern Arizona. She is one of the great athletes, period, in the state of Montana. Three times over a state champion in the 400 meters. Three times over a state champion in the 800 meters. She never lost one of those races one time period during her high school career. She also took second in the 200 meters this year after winning the event a year ago. And the only reason she took second is because Jaden Wolf of Billings West ran an all-class record time in the event. Here's my conversation with the Helena High product and Northern Arizona-bound senior Odessa Zentz from earlier this week. Well, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Happy Thursday. Hope you're having a phenomenal week so far. We just got off the golf course up here in Helena, Montana. It's the Grizzly Scholarship Association Golf Tournament. They're on their statewide tour right now, so happy to have the GSA on board with us and uh, hosting us up here at the Bill Roberts Golf Course. We're actually recording what you're listening to now here on your Wednesday. we got to tell you that, part of our FCC regulations. But I'm joined by... One of the capital city's great high school athletes. It's our senior spotlight highlighting some of the best senior boys and girl athletes from across the state of Montana. And today, we are joined by multiple-time state track and field champion Odessa Zentz, who just helped lead the Helena High girls to the Class AA state championship. Odessa, thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Very well. One of my favorite things, talking to all of you accomplished seniors about what you've done so far and what you have uh, in the future as well. And we'll get to your future, which includes going to Northern Arizona here this upcoming fall, one of the great track programs in the United States. But first, let's start at the beginning. Just tell us about how you you fell in love with running, because I actually know your father a little bit. Uh, I'm a sports writer by trade, and I used to work in newspapers, and I worked with your dad, Jesse, when he was at the Helena Independent Record quite a bit. And uh, I know that he's always been incredibly into track and field as well. I believe he actually even ran at the University of Montana. So uh, how did you get into track and field? And it seems like it maybe just comes naturally to you from what your family's background is. Yeah, so I feel like I've kind of just liked to run since I was like, I mean, since I could walk. I I used to live in Boise. I was born in Boise until about first grade. And um, I would just kind of run around the house and ask my parents to like watch my legs because I was like, oh, they're moving so fast. Like I want them to see. So that was kind of a, a funny thing that I did. But I think it was about like fifth or sixth grade when I started to actually want to compete at a higher level. So sixth grade was the first time I did um, the biggest meet, like one of the biggest meets I've actually ever done was my first year. And um, I went to uh, Sacramento, California for a national meet. And um, I, it was a humbling experience for sure. Cause I think before I was like, well, I'm actually pretty good at this. Like I'm gonna, you know, like pursue bigger meets and stuff like that. So that was fun. But like the big meets that I've gone to have been definitely very humbling and like, you realize that the talent that there is around the country, but I would say just, I feel like the main reason I started doing it was just because I loved to do it just for fun. So why not take that love for it and compete against people against the state? Well, very cool. It's uh, it's great to have such a great passion and something that you love, especially if it's something healthy like track and field and like running. As you first started to progress, though, I mean, you broke onto the scene really early. I, I remember when you were a freshman and you won a state championship in the 800 meters. I believe you even won the 400 that year as well. And yeah. uh, so very rare for somebody to be able to, to compete at that high of a level at such a young age. That, that probably gave you a taste of it too, though. So two-part question, how did you think you were able to be so competitive so early, but also having success early, that probably helped motivate you throughout your high school career too? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I kind of touched on it already, but like the national meet that I went to in sixth grade, and I also went to another national meet in um, Greensboro, North Carolina, my eighth grade year. And all the year in between there, I went on to regional meets too, which were just as competitive. Against some, there were a lot of Utah girls who were really competitive. So I feel like once I got into high school, I was almost ready for that kind of competition already. 
even though being a freshman. And I just feel like I kind of have that ability to run under pressure. I would say like my freshman year, I probably have never been so nervous before my 400. (laughs) But other than that, like, I just feel like being competitive kind of helps race under pressure, I guess. Senior Spotlight here on ESPN Radio. Odessa Zentz joining us. She is a Helena High senior, recently a multiple-time state champion individually and led Helena High to the state championship as a team. One of the most resounding victories we've seen in team. 144 points for the Bengals girls, tying a all-time class AA meet mark. And Odessa, I know you had a great hand in this, but you also have some awesome teammates as well. Kelly Hartnett, who's a former a Gatorade Runner of the Year in the cross country who's headed to Utah. Carly Ryan, who's also uh, a Division One recruit as she takes her talents to the University of Montana. So you guys have a pretty good roster, but this obviously took a lot of work, a lot of teamwork. So take us through it. I mean, what all went into your guys' team championship, and how did it feel knowing that you guys ran away with that team title over the weekend in Butte? Yeah, um, I think the whole entire year we knew we kind of had the goal to – win that championship because we knew going into this year we had a lot of talent and a lot of young talent which is really cool and um yeah I think it was really special to share that moment with Kylie especially I wish we could have shared it with Carly too but her she had a foot injury this year so she didn't get to go skate she decided to um stop doing track just to heal her body for college which was very smart on her part but sharing that moment with Kylie was really special because I feel like her and I really started this like legacy for Helena High track together our freshman year because we both had such good success and so sharing that moment was really cool and then it's really cool also the Maddie and Logan Jodorovich on the team they contributed so much to the Logan actually scored the most points on our team uh, and me coming second so it was really cool knowing that there's like this legacy will be also passed on to these girls and they are going to take great take great care of our team so yeah I guess it was just really exciting and I think I think something about our team is that we all really love the sport a lot and we love hanging out with each other like this weekend was probably one of the most fun weekends I've ever had just hanging out with them so I feel like having a great team culture also contributed to that win well that's so cool and you are right you're spot on some of the great uh, athletes right now, especially in girls track and field, are some of the underclassmen. You mentioned Logan Todorovic. What an awesome meet for her. She wins the 100-meter hurdles. She wins the long jump, and she places in every other event that she's in. And then Madeline, her freshman sister, also scores a bunch of points as well. So uh, you must have been very proud because I know that th- those two girls uh, particularly, they made so many waves during the spring, but it's a different stage when you're at the state meet. But they definitely stepped up and performed. That probably made you proud as a senior. Oh, yeah, for sure. And especially knowing, like, I pro- I know the pressure that they were feeling being young athletes. And I feel like when you're a freshman or a sophomore, you kind of have a target on your back when going to those kind of meets because, um, obviously, as a senior or junior, you don't want to be beat by an underclassman. So I think they had especially a lot of pressure going into that meet, and they just handled that really well. Odessa Jens joining us. She is a senior at Helena High, about to graduate there for the Bengals, just helped lead Helena to the Class AA state championship as a team. And she was also the state champion in the 400 meters, the 800 meters, and also earned a silver medal in the 200 meters as well. Uh, just, uh, just tell me about those events, because sometimes you see sort of the 800 mile, two mile, or sometimes you see the 100, 200, 400, but 200, 400, 800 is an interesting combination because it takes both the speed and the endurance, the mental toughness, all of it. So how did you sort of settle upon sort of the, the sprints and the middle distances as your specialties? Yeah, um, I would say, I guess I started doing the 400 primarily first, and that was kind of something that I really enjoyed. And, like, as I got better and better at it, my dad, my coach, just thought that the 800 would be something that I would also be good at. So I started doing that, um, at like, early on. And I just, I really like those two events, which obviously sounds crazy because those two hurt so bad. And, but they're honestly so fun, and I kind of take pride in how hard they are, and I just feel like it's really cool to run events that are really difficult, and it kind of, I don't know, it feels a little bit better to win those kind of events. And then the 200, I actually I had no idea that I would be really competitive in that until last year, 
when I just started doing it for fun and then I went to the state meet and got that title, which was actually a surprise to me. And so that, I don't know. I just like the 200 because it doesn't hurt as bad as the 400 and 800. So I'm really fond of that event and I'm happy to do that. And I just knew that it's like something that I could also contribute to the team if I could have success in that event too. Well, it's so funny, too, because there there is a certain element of, of almost embracing and enjoying the pain when you get to certain events in Dragon Field, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I I have a, a bunch of people always ask me, like, whether the 800 or the 400 is harder. And I would probably say the 800. And I realized that at the state meet because I seriously was, like, on the ground for a long time. I could not even stand up. <laughs> but, yeah, so that kind of solidified that answer. Well, it was a great accomplishment for you and your teammates and uh, an awesome run for you. Let's talk a little bit about the future. It's Odessa Zentz here on Nuana's Now, our senior spotlight, highlighting some of the best female and male athletes from across the state of Montana. She is about to graduate from Helena High School there in the capital city, and she's taking her prestigious running talents to northern Arizona, one of the best track programs in the United States. So just take us through uh, the recruiting there, Odessa, because... Uh, what a powerhouse Northern Arizona has built. We were talking about it on this show earlier last week, actually, about how for all of the sports in the Big Sky Conference, the one with the most national prestige, the one that is the most highly competitive on the national level, is NAU in in both cross-country and track and field on the men's and women's side. Flagstaff, obviously a huge draw for anybody that wants to compete in track because of the elevation, plus the great program that they have down there. So, when did they first land on your radar, and how did this all play out where you you decided to become a lumberjack? Yeah, so um, my dad actually had a lot of preconceived, like, knowledge about, like, what programs were something that I would maybe, like, be interested in. So at first I just, I mean, this went back to sophomore year. I just contacted, like, 28 different schools just to see, like, oh, let's see who reaches back out to me. So, yeah, they were one of the one there were one school that really like kept in touch with me till I signed like they were like in contact with me all the time they were asking me how I did and so that kind of was one of the main reasons I kind of narrowed my schools down to them and my top three visits so I did three visits and one of them was University of Utah Oregon State and NAU and um yeah I just I narrowed it down to those three especially because of the coaches and the team atmosphere. And when I was on my NAU visit, they just, the team was just so kind to me. They were so welcoming. And I just really enjoyed being around them. And then their coach, Mike Smith, is absolutely amazing. He's like a, I don't even know how many times now he's won it, but he's the uh, conference coach of the year again this year. So it's really cool knowing that he is really um, committed to having the women's team be better too. Because the men's program, I mean, they're, like, seriously on top right now across country especially. They've won, like, four of the five last national NCAA titles, and that's pretty cool. But despite that, Mike Smith is still committed to having the women grow. And, like, my dad and I have listened to a few podcasts by him, and he, I mean, he only talks about the women, which is really cool. So knowing that I'm going to a program where the coaches really care about my growth is really reassuring interesting too to hear that uh, you had oregon state utah and northern arizona on your roster or, or on your uh, uh, your potential schools because there is young ladies and young men uh at, at nau and there's also young ladies at university of utah and oregon state from montana i know delaney bond from bozeman's out there at oregon state and your teammate kylie hartnett's headed down to utah there's been other girls yeah. that have gone to utah and uh, elise stearns who's from hellgate she's down there at NAU. So um, it, that's all to say, Montana has been producing tremendous female track and field athletes for quite some time now, but it seems like these last couple of years, it's really hit a plateau. It really hit a crescendo. And you mentioned some of the great jumpers too, like Ashley McElmurray, who was at Nebraska, Lauren Hagan, who was at Washington. So uh, what do you think about, what do you think it is about Montana track and field that's producing these great athletes and also how much being surrounded by these, those great competitors have helped you sort of improve? Yeah, so I would feel, I mean, I feel like that legacy for Montana is really cool. And it is really cool that we've had all these amazing athletes go to great programs and are succeeding. Like, Elise Stearns is doing amazing. It's so fun to watch her. I watched a couple of her meets on on live television, and that was really cool to see that. It's really inspiring. But for Montana's sake, I think 
we produce a lot of tough athletes because of, I mean, we have pretty tough weather. I just feel like we kind of have like tougher circumstances to train in while like people in California, they can just step outside and have a perfect day every day. But in Montana, you kind of have to train through different like weather and stuff. But I don't know. I just feel like people in Montana are also very just real and very humble and just kind compared to other states. So I feel like having like, I don't know. And I feel like that contributes to a lot of good team culture. And I've seen like a pattern of that being um, contributed to other people's success. So yeah, I would just say, I think Montana just creates a lot of toughness. Odessa Zentz, Helena High, part of our senior spotlight here on Nuanez Now. And Odessa, now you've been surrounded by great athletes. Now you're going to be surrounded by nothing but great athletes with uh, lofty mm-hmm. goals and even All-American aspirations with some of the people you're going to be around in Northern Arizona. So what excites you about that part? Because you obviously are very, a very self-motivated, competitive, and driven person yourself. But it seems like being around others like that can even help motivate you more. Yeah, for sure. I think about that all the time, actually, about how it'll be really cool and a different experience for me to be around people who are, like, more talented and, like, people that'll actually really, really push me. And I feel like that'll contribute to my growth in college is knowing that I have teammates that have already had success and knowing that I'll be pushed constantly in practice and meets and stuff like that. And so that's just, it's really exciting to be able to do that. And, yeah, that atmosphere is going to be really, really cool and I the conference meet will be really cool because there's I mean our conference is really competitive but it'll be cool to share that moment and those successes with a new team well last thing for you then what's your goals between now and then I mean obviously you're probably leaving this summer probably sooner than later so what do you think about just leading up to your time in northern Arizona and what excites you most about when you first get to campus and first dive into the college life yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to, like, have some, like, independence and just, I think it's just really cool to be able to go to school for something that I really like to study. I'm thinking of going for um, a major in psychology and a minor in political science. So it'll be cool to pursue my next chapter in my life and learn about things I want. And I think this summer I'm just, I'm going to have fun with my friends and kind of like a last hurrah and you see some family we're going to Oregon with my um family here and yeah I just I think I want to just enjoy my time here and just get ready for Flagstaff which I'm very very excited about well we're very excited for you should be a phenomenal next chapter in your life and congratulations on all your success to this point, Odessa Zentz, a Helena High senior, joining us here on our Senior Spotlight. It's ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for being here. We're very proud of you, and best of luck with everything in the future, but thanks so much for swinging by today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Senior Spotlight presented by McElmurray Homes. McElmurray Homes has been building custom homes in Missoula for almost 20 years. They take great pride in the quality and efficiency of their work. They also take great pride in supporting athletes all around the state of Montana. It's Nuanas now. It's ESPN Radio, as well as uh, most days, SWX Montana Television. No SWX today, but it sounds like the game that was part of the NAIA World Series. I think Andrew's direct quote was, it was bananas. So uh, a lot of good action going on, high level of baseball. Elsie State, Lewis and Clark State, one of the great baseball programs, small school baseball programs. You're going to find in the country period, they have phenomenal tradition. So um, high-level baseball you're going to see on SWX until we're back on the tube. We're coming to you from Helena, Montana. Appreciate Odessa Zentz from Helena for joining us as part of our senior spotlight. Let's roll into our latest River City runners, highlighting some of the best runners from around the state of Montana. I know it's a little redundant because we just heard from one. We got another one, and this guy, he is going to the national meet. Laurel's finest, Levi Taylor. He's headed to the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships in Eugene, Oregon. The River City Runners is presented by Zootown Sports Cards. Zootown Sports Cards has a new location in Missoula, 2100 Stevens Avenue. Go check them out there, Suite 102. Zootown Sports Cards, your go-to spot for all collectibles in the Garden City. Happy now for our latest rendition of River City Runners, where we highlight some of the best runners from around the city of Missoula and also the state of Montana. And right now, there's a heck of a lot of great runners on the other side of the Cottonelle Divide over there at Montana State University. Five, count them, five Bobcats heading to the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships 
beginning next week in Tracktown, USA, Eugene, Oregon. We're joined now by one of those young men, Levi Taylor, a Laurel native who's a sophomore there at Montana State. Levi, congratulations on all your success so far this spring. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Uh, first and foremost, let's start with the Big Sky Outdoor Championships. It, it's such an interesting dynamic in the Big Sky because you guys at Montana State, you've been building, you have such this great team. The spring was filled with all sorts of great marks, and you go to the conference meet and you have this juggernaut to compete with in Northern Arizona when it comes to the team marks. And yourself, Duncan Hamilton, some of the other guys that are distance runners, you guys have to compete against the best of the best from NAU, which are some of the best of the best in the country. So just take us through sort of your guys' mindset going into that meet because uh, you probably want to compete against the best, and those guys probably drive your marks pretty high as well. So what did you guys think going into that meet, and uh, what do you think of the way you guys competed in Pocatello a couple weekends ago? Um, yeah, it was a really good meet. Uh, we came in with high hopes, uh, wanting to compete well with NAU. Um, looking at our... Uh, Looking at our men's team, uh, we figured we could compete well with NAU that meet, but uh, things didn't really go um, too smoothly that that uh, meet, I would say. But uh, um, but yeah, it went well. Uh, I thought we did well the meet. So, do you, do you think that running it as the competition gets elevated, you know, first the Big Sky Championships, then the NCAA West Regional Championships, does that sort of drive you forward? Does that help you just in, in your race strategy and, and just your t- overall times? Oh, for sure. Um, running with competition is uh, its a key to running fast. I mean, um, especially, you know, the higher you go, regionals, uh, you're kind of just surviving and advancing, uh, kind of just hitting that mark. But once you get to the uh, national stage, uh, you'll definitely uh, see some PRs drop in times for sure, just with the level of competition. Yeah. Well, take us through your development these last couple of years. Uh, it seems like you've really turned a corner and now have become nationally competitive on your way to nationals. So uh, what sort of things have gone into your training and what areas have you concentrated on to really try to improve? Um, yeah, uh, just overall mileage, um, just running miles and miles. Uh, just over the years, years uh, you just get stronger and stronger, so that really helps. Um, experience, too, just... Uh, it was my first regional meet last year, so coming back this year, having that experience really helped me. But um, yeah, and then training with uh, with Duncan is obviously a great help. Uh, Lyle, he's a great coach. I mean, uh, yeah, just having those guys surrounding you, it just pushes you every day. It really helps. So, yeah. Levi Taylor joining us. He's a Laurel High School product and a sophomore there at Montana State. Heading to NCAA Outdoor Dragonfield Championships next week. When you first came out of Laurel High School and then you were at Montana State, it uh, seemed like a steep learning curve for you. But then you had sort of the the silver lining of the pandemic of, of getting an extra year there to train and then coming back out here uh, these last couple seasons. So um, how much do you think that helped you? And do, do you feel like maybe extra training time without using extra eligibility was an advantage for you? Um, yeah, uh, having a big training block like that can really help. Um, it can go either way. It can either really help you or it can, uh, um, can, can kind of just, uh, you know, put a damper on your training. But uh, for me, I think it was good uh, having that long training block, just putting in miles, just staying focused over that long break um, from races really helps. So, yeah, I think um, as far as that went, yeah, it was good for me, so. When I first moved back to Montana in 2011, one of the guys that was uh, a standout there at Montana State was Patrick Casey, who also hails from Laurel. And uh, he has a lot of school records at Montana State, so at least is still, you know, in the top five, top ten in the record books. And, and he's a guy that I believe all the way up until recently ran professionally for a long time. So um, did, did you were you aware of him? Did you know about him? And, and if so, did you look up to him when you were growing up there in Laurel? Uh, yeah, I think... Um... Since middle school, I knew who he was, and I was always trying to match his time throughout high school. Um, I think I still am today. He still has the indoor mile record, uh, and I'm always I'm always striving to uh, uh, get his times. But yeah, uh, yeah, he was a big motivator for me. Uh, he might not have known that, but he set the bars high for me in high school, and they're still high here at MSU. So yeah, it's a good motivator. River City Runners, presented by Zootown Sports Cards. Zootown Sports Cards has a new location here in the Garden City. 
2100 Stevens Avenue there in the Stevens Center. It's Suite 102. Go check out Zootown Sports Cars. They have all sorts of new packs, and uh, the NFL stuff is about to drop soon. They got all sorts of sweet NBA packs. They also have some singles for you to buy. So go check out Zootown Sports Cards in the Stevens Center, 2100 Stevens Avenue, Suite 102. Levi Taylor joining us from the Montana State Track and Field Program. He's headed to Nationals this upcoming week. And uh, Levi, how about the uh, the regionals this last week? What would you think of the experience, and, and how were you and Duncan Hamilton both able to run such great times in that steeplechase and punch your ticket to the national meet? Uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a great race for both of us. Uh, it definitely um, went how we planned. Uh, Duncan really controlled that race. Uh, it was nice being in a heat with him. Um, it's kind of comforting, kind of relaxing, having a teammate in the same race as you especially at a high-level meet like that. So, yeah, it went well for both of us, and I was happy. When you're on sort of such a big stage like that, what's going through your mind? How do you mentally prepare yourself for it and not be intimidated by both the spotlight and the competition? Um, I think just having confidence in your training. Uh, I think it all just happens, uh, you know, in the off weeks during your training. Uh, um, building confidence, building fitness. Uh, I think that's kind of where it all comes from. And once you toe the line, you just kind of just focus on yourself and focus on your own race, and that really helps. So, And now one more meet to prepare for. So, uh, first of all, probably a dream come true for you to, to even say you're going to Nationals, but also to be able to go to Eugene, Oregon, which is such an iconic place for all track and field participants, but particularly you know, distance runners with you know the Steve Prefontaine connection and, and all the great runners that have competed there, whether it's at the NCAA Outdoors or the uh, Olympic trials or upcoming, I think the world championships are there this summer as well. So uh, has it sunk in yet that you're going to, to track town USA this uh, next week? Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely really exciting. This has been one of my goals for a long time. And uh, yeah, it's just super, it's super exciting. This is just uh, have it finally be there in front of me. So, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Duncan Hamilton had a good tweet the other week. He said, hey, if you want to come, if you want to run fast, come to Montana State. And it seems like that is the case across the board, whether it's you you two in the steeplechase or Drake Schneider in the hurdles. A lot of great athletes right now putting up exceptional times. But what is it about the training and, and just sort of the program in general that's gotten to you guys to this point? How have you guys been able to ascend and become uh, national elite runners here in the state of Montana? Uh, yeah, uh, I think Bozeman is just a great location um, for training, especially when it comes to distance running. Uh, it's uh, it's in a uh, mountain region, so it's kind of a higher altitude. Um, uh, we have Wow Weiss. He's just a great coach. I think what he put together here um, is just super, super good for uh, distance running. Um, yeah, just the way he coaches, the way he does everything, um, his training schedule. I think, uh, yeah, there's just something about it here, but uh, yeah, I think uh, anyone can uh, come here and run fast. So, well, super fun! Congratulations to you and your teammates that are headed to UG next week. Levi Taylor, a Laurel product, who is now a runner at Montana State, one of five Bobcats headed to the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships. Levi, great stuff, man! Thanks for being here. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. So there you go, Levi Taylor, Montana State University, heading to the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field National Championships. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. How about one of the best goalkeepers in the big sky, Andrew Houghton, has his latest podcast out, Snow, uh, Soccer excuse me, in Snow and Smoke. We have an excerpt with Camellia Zhu, the outstanding all-big sky goalkeeper for the University of Montana. Some football next year on ESPN Radio. Keep it locked in. Be back soon. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate.
feel like I'm in Pulp Fiction or something. Welcome back. Duana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. You want a six-pack and sandwich of, uh, excuse me, a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Warren's Market? We got one for you. Call us right now. Call our number 2-406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Six-pack and a Sammy, courtesy of Warden's Market. We'll also throw a pair of Missoula Paddleheads tickets in there for you as well. Time now for our Footy 15, which is an excerpt of the Soccer in Snow and Smoke podcast, courtesy of Andrew Houghton, our, uh, one of our reporters and producer at ESPN Missoula. Here is his interview with Camelia Zhu, the goalkeeper for the University of Montana who's playing semi-professionally down in San Antonio this summer. Cam, give us an update first. You know, I know that you were playing for San Antonio this summer because it got announced, I think, about a month ago. But what have you been up to since the fall season? And uh, what does this opportunity sort of represent for you this summer? You know, it kind of just, the opportunity sort of just arose. And it was something that I was really considering to do this summer was playing because, you know, last year I went home and just worked. But this year with other soccer opportunities, I really wanted to, like, you know, push to, like, play over the summer and, like, be at my best for um, national team commitments and uh, potential uh, opportunities and then also, you know, be at my best going into into the preseason instead of starting fresh again at the start of July. So, yeah, just it's been good. We've been just training and then we're starting our season next week officially, I believe. Tell me a little bit more about that team down there that you're playing with. Uh, what league is that? What's the level of competition been like? What are, you know, some of your teammates' backgrounds? And what are you looking forward to this summer? Yeah, so it's the um, UWS, so the United Women's Soccer uh, League. It's uh, considered semi-professional. There's, uh, there's a few other semi-professional leagues in uh, the United States. There's WPSL, um, USL, which is new, I believe, and then the UWS, which is what I'm playing in. Yeah, it's the competition's been good. You know, the level's all pretty much collegiate athletes or recently retired collegiate athletes looking to, you know, um, play uh, after college or like just looking for opportunities. Um, the level is good. You know, we've got like girls with like national team experiences from, you know, across the world. We've got like U17 Canadian national team experience. We have like Australian and like, you know, we have English girls and it's just, it's been good. And then uh, most recently there have been girls who were on this team last year who have like signed pro to play overseas. So, you know, it's just like, it's just proof that, you know, it's a good environment and that, uh, you know, girls are being developed to play at their best. And so, yeah, and it's a lot of um, more, like, regional girls. And then there's a few, like, just not even, like, in the South, but including me. But, yeah, it's it's been really good. So I'm excited for what what the season holds. That's awesome. How's the sort of the move down there and the acclimation? I imagine the weather is quite a bit different than Montana or from British Columbia where you grew up. But how long have you been down there and how's the uh, transition going so far? Yeah, so I actually chose to drive down to San Antonio. Um, I left last Monday, uh, no, sorry, last Saturday, I believe. It was about a three-day drive, but I enjoyed driving. It was roughly 27 hours, I think. Um, but I think it was worth it, and yeah, for sure, like, uh, the biggest change is probably the weather. Obviously, it's not uh, as humid and not as hot in Montana or British Columbia, and it's you know, just constant. It really doesn't drop below like 80 degrees right now. So, yeah, the humidity is different, but so far it's been good. Training at night is nice, and I guess you're never cold, which is good. So, yeah, it's been a good experience. Yeah, and I'll ask Jay to chime in here a little bit. Yeah. Just what does this opportunity represent for somebody like Cam? How did it come together? I mean, was was the team and the university involved in in setting that up? Yeah, honestly, it's it's just another cool part about Cam is she pretty much said this is what she was doing and talked to the right people and pulled the right triggers, and she's there, and, and we fully support her in that. This opportunity is, is something that's pretty awesome in women's soccer and the collegiate level, and, and it's one of many in the area or in, in the United States at this point that gives um, – current collegiate athletes an opportunity to keep playing and you know it's it's sometimes nice after your freshman year to go home and be a kid again and be with your family um but players like 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 cam who are 
um, pretty serious about their development are the sooner that they're getting involved with um, semi-professional um, teams and developing that comfort level and that repertoire and that experience, um, the better. And so it's it's pretty awesome. She, Her and I have talked about it a lot and have some things set up to, to connect with her current coaches down there and just um, really, really proud of the way that she kind of knew this is what she wanted to do and pulled the triggers and there she is you know and so she's going to be back with us and uh really really excited about that and really excited about the development that she's currently getting from from some other coaches who who know a whole lot about uh, the game and about taking care of people so we're excited does it become something that becomes almost a, a necessity to do uh you know if you're if you're really serious and ambitious about it as as cam is and as maybe yeah. some of your other players on the team are is it going to be something where if you're not doing this you're going to get left behind soon great question it is definitely something that we want players to make a mature decision behind if if um you know cam did a good job of before she went there she went home and rested for a little while and um players kind of have to ask themselves at the at the end of spring um is this what i want to do and is this part of my future vision for my career um if they really need that rest then um, then I believe it's really important to listen to your body and your mind and get that rest. But at the same time, you have to balance that with what are your vision, what's your vision for your career and Cam's vision and you know the the opportunities that she has ahead of her speak that speak to the importance of being involved at this level as soon as possible. You know we're going to support her no matter what, but it's it's really cool to see her take this opportunity because, like your question asks, it, it is very very important for. A player with big aspirations to be jumping in as as soon as possible. It's Jay Landum, associate head coach at the University of Montana soccer team, joining me in studio. Cam Zhu, the reigning Big Sky Tournament Player of the Year, the best goalie in the in the Big Sky Conference, joining us via phone, where she's down in San Antonio prior to the beginning of her semi-pro summer season with the San Antonio Athenians. And and Cam, I'll come back to you, but just. Tell me a little bit about your origin story and how you ended up at Montana, sort of in the position that you are now. Right. So uh, this is it's probably one of my most interesting stories to tell. <laughs> you know, a lot of people ask, like, how did you end? How did you end up here? And you know, I was like, oh, well, it's a long story. So um, I got I got recruited um, pretty much like every high school player back then before the NCAA rule change. So it started in like freshman, sophomore year of high school, which now reflecting back is absolutely insane and it shouldn't be that way. So I'm glad they did change the rule. So my first cycle of being recruited, um, you know, I was talking to schools and things are going great and then they changed the rules. So then, you know, we were just cut off. So then, but it was okay. So was everyone else. So, you know, just kept waiting. And then like towards the end of sophomore year and like entering junior year, that's when you can start getting recruited again. So. You know, that was opening up, and then I got hurt. And so, you know, when you get hurt, you don't have film, no one sees you play, and things like that. So I was really bummed about that, and especially while I was hurt was when people started, like, getting offers and things like that. So, like, honestly, within my mind, I was a little worried because I was like, gosh, like, you know, people are making, like, huge advances in their, like, um, like college, like, careers, like, the futures, and I'm, I don't, I haven't even really talked to anyone yet, but... You know, like, through my mind, I wasn't, like, I was worried, but, you know, I just kept, like, telling myself, like, you know, trust in, like, the player that you are and, like, you know, people will want you. And so, obviously, the other issue is, like, you're, we're not, like, from the United States, right? We don't play in the United States League. It's not easy for, like, coaches to come see us, you know, whereas, like, you know, a typical American, like, uh, high school kid, like, you can just plan all weekend and, like, you'll have coaches come out and, like, you'll get the you'll get people watching you so it wasn't like that for us so it was really you have to take a hold of the chances that you get and so you know going into my junior year I was being recruited by LSU and um, Houston the University of Houston and then also at the time Yale University and uh, Rice University so what happened was that Yale fell out first because they had, uh, it was actually the college admission scandals at the time. So um, it just kind of ended there. You know, I 
I just didn't want to follow through with that and everything going on. So, you know, dropped out from there. And then um, at that point, it was Houston, LSU, and Rice. And so LSU dropped out. Sorry, yeah, Rice dropped out because they had a coaching uh, change. Their coach quit or left. And then um, LSU's coach actually went to Rice. But then at that point, it was just a whole revamp, like, you know, programming that I didn't really feel comfortable with. And so pretty much, like, my answer was, like, given to me. Like, I didn't have to choose anymore. I was going to be Houston. So um, it was going into the summer of my senior year of high school. So I was already pretty late. My entire class had pretty much already committed to Division One schools. So I was one of the last. And um, I had chosen, I had elected not to go on an official visit yet because I was um, going on summer vacation with my family, actually. And I had chosen uh, um, to go on a visit after I had come back from summer vacation and I was going to be in school. And while I was on summer vacation in New England, um, I think I was in Boston. And they, I got a phone call and basically it was the worst phone call of my life I think I've had so far. And what had happened was that their athletic administration, so not the coaching staff, but their athletic administration had had an entire coach, like an entire, um, staff change like fire and rehire kind of thing and they the new people who came in completely reorganized the money that soccer um had available and at that time obviously I was like a late recruit and when you're a late recruit there's not much money left so it was tight and so all of a sudden that the money that they thought they had for me was just gone and so you know, I'm really grateful for the coach for being honest with me because he really, he really didn't have to tell me that, you know, that money was gone. He could have mm-hmm. just told me and I could have signed and then found out later. So I'm really grateful for him telling me and he, he told me, he goes, I don't know if this is the right place for you anymore. And, you know, I had a little bit of a, a like high school crisis, I guess you could call it. <laughs> you know, um, I'm, a, I'm going into my senior year of high school and I feel like I'm in like sophomore year again and I'm like sending out, like I'm like making like, like mass, like send mass, sending mass emails and like, you know, just like starting all over again, going into my senior year. So, and it was just so much stress. And I was, and the issue was that I wasn't even at home. I was on vacation. I wasn't going home for another week. So it was a lot of stress, but, um, you know, ironically I had just, a lot of the schools that were recruiting me were on the East Coast, so I just, I really wanted to, you know, maybe look out West again, and so, you know, I started reaching out to people on the West that I hadn't before, and so the issue that I ran into was a lot of people were telling me, hey, like, we're interested in you and we really like you, but we really just don't have any money, and so it was just, I kind of accepted it at that point, yeah. and so um, I sent an email to Chris, yep. so... Um, Montana kind of just showed up on the radar and like I kind of just reached out but ironically while we were in New England the the van that we rented had Montana license plates and that was just something I thought was really funny and I was like hey mom I'm like gonna reach out to Montana she's like okay cool but you know I sent an email to Chris and then Jay responded actually and I was not expecting that because I had I had I had come home already I was it was in the summer, it was like late August, I think, or like something like that. And I was, I was out with my mom and I get this phone call from <laughs> like unknown caller. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, when it says like, where the caller's from and it says like Tennessee. And I'm like, I never reached out to a school in Tennessee, decline. Yep. So um, I declined Jay actually, <laughs> yep. didn't, you know, it's a great way to start the relationship in my head I was like yeah exactly (laughs) and like I I just I didn't really I didn't expect for Jay to call me obviously and I didn't know I didn't I never reached out to a school in Tennessee so I just it was automatic and you know he left me a voicemail and sent me a text message and I think I like freaked out while I was out with my mom because I was like oh my god mom I just declined it (laughs) she's like no it's okay like you know call it back I was like okay so yeah you know called and talked and like you know when I picked up I thought it was just going to be him but you know on on the other side of the phone was Chris Jay and then um, a previous coach also so yeah it was that's how it really just got started and then yeah I had uh, another school that I was thinking about also 
and you know after I visited uh, it's pretty pretty obvious which school I wanted to go to like my, I didn't even have to tell my mom she's like I already know which one you want to go to mm-hmm. so, yeah so yeah that's my little story about how I ended up in Missoula so there you go 2015, an excerpt from Soccer in Snow and Smoke, courtesy of Andrew Houghton. One more break, back at it, live from Helena. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Radio. Have you ever seen a whole thing? But you drove to the streets because you grew up on show change. When the bash, it remind me when these rappers drop does and they close change. At the park with the low fade, I was standing in front of Nick's with my for the whole day. Drive bys, I was road raised. We park and hop out, learn levels to this whole thing. Old school play the OJ. Well, here we are. We're out of time as always, but thanks so much for being here. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. We're coming to you live from Bill Roberts Golf Course, the Grizzly Scholarship Association tournament up here. Thanks so much for the GSA as well as the University of Montana Athletic Department for hosting us. Missed anything in the show. Great show, impromptu appearance from Bobby Houck, Montana head football coach, plus the voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran, and Greg Sundberg, head of the GSA and deputy athletic director. We also heard from Odessa Zentz of Helena High, Levi Taylor, a Laurel native who runs the Montana State, and Camellia Zoo of the University of Montana soccer team. Podcast presented by Sportsbet Montana and the Advocates. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.